Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome everybody to the Sweet Podcast. Uh, I'm Gary, Gary Salazar, and I'm the Director for Continuing Education and Workforce Training. And this is Sweet Talk, Continuing Education Workforce Training, CEWT, and we're glad that you joined us today. Hey, joining us today is, uh, is Stuart, Stuart Summers, who's the uh, ISU's uh, Associate Vice President for Marketing and Communication. And uh, welcome, Stuart. Thank glad you. Thank you. Uh, this is going to be a fascinating interview for us because we do interface with, with the university's marketing team uh, from time to time. But Stuart's been with us and brings in a, a tremendous background and a level of experience. So uh, he's a pro at this. I'll make the mistakes. He'll smile and look good. Huh. And he'll make us look good. Stuart, thank you uh, very much. Let's go ahead and begin with a uh, just a quick little intro. You've got a fascinating background, including having gone to school here. I did. Right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we were just sitting in this room that uh, was a, a core part of my education here in this television studio. But... Uh, I first came to ISU 16 years ago and uh, walked across campus for the first time and never thought that uh, this would become home for the long the long haul. So it's a, it's a fantastic place and I've been employed at ISU for about nine years um, working in community relations, marketing, public relations roles and then most recently as the associate vice president for about four years. Wow. That's that's a huge transition. It's it a is. tremendous success story as well. I mean, as somebody who comes into a, into a program at a university and then to see him coming back to the university, uh, doing a fantastic job applying all the skills and, and the experience, and it, that's wonderful to see. It, it's, it's a fantastic place to be, so I call myself, I, I feel like I'm grateful. I, uh, very, I'm very good. Very blessed. All right, well, I've got a few questions, but uh, just coming off of that a little bit, did I see you previously at one point? You were in the community somewhere in the news networks? I did. I did. I worked at uh, the NBC affiliate, KPVI, here in town, right. um, the Southeast Idaho NBC affiliate. I did that for about four years. Right. And four years, four years I, I uh, anchored the morning show um, for a couple of years. And uh, there's there's nothing like waking up at 2 a.m. to go to work. <laughs> and uh, it, doesn't ta- it doesn't take long to realize you can't do that uh, oh for, uh, for a long time. So I did it. I did it for two years, and I finally was like, I have to get out of this. This is a rough, it's it's, it's a grind waking up at 2 a.m., but it was it was one of the best jobs I've ever had. Yeah. So fun, so incredibly fun. Yeah, it really stretches you. And so, but one of your jobs here, and I got to tell you all, one, one of your jobs here at the university was with the College of Technology, yeah. of which yeah. we were a part. Yeah. And your role was there was in marketing as mm-hmm. well. It was. Yeah. And I, and I probably shouldn't admit this, but it was my favorite job. I enjoy my job now, but I feel like you know working up at the College of Technology. That's where the rubber hit the road, and and we got people we got people through programs and and great success stories. Oh yeah, yeah, Scott, I love that. And, and that is not an easy job. We just lost our current uh, uh, marketing director, mm-hmm. so we're in the search for another one. He had a tough set of shoes to fill behind you. And, and one of the benefits for me was I got your I got your desktop computer. <laughs> that is a nice one. Had, it went from 
from you uh, to the last uh, director, and then he wanted to go with something different, so I inherited that. It's a nice computer. It died recently, sorry. But, oh, uh, but I it was it. a nice computer. <laughs> Emphasis on was. Was is good. All right, so you went from there, you became a part of the University uh, Leadership Administration, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and you're enjoying that. You Absolutely. You great things with that. Yeah. Can you talk about some of the initiatives that you have. Absolutely. Now? You know, I think uh, the fascinating part, I come from a family of Bengals. Um, you know, uh, my family is very loyal to Idaho State University. We have, uh, we've all been able to go out into the world and, and, uh, and have these enjoyable, successful careers because of what we got at Idaho State. And so I think for us, and, and for me specifically, being able to see where ISU at is right now is, is not only just uh, for the university exciting, but for my family it's exciting. For the 120-year uh, history of ISU, we've never been able to tell our story. We've never, we've never put an effort into telling that story. And so this is this is a, a chance for us to get out there and say this is what we're good at at doing at Idaho State University. This is what our successes are, and we want people to take notice. And so for the first time in our entire history since 1901, we're actually out there telling that story and letting people know that this is what we're about, and these are the things that you need to know that uh, that we do really well at. That is cool. That is cool. And we have some really cool initiatives going on now. I mean, uh, when President Satterley came on board, mm -hmm. there was a big push to let's unite this university. Absolutely. As one university and, and strengthen that image. Uh, a lot of marketing that's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, we're seeing that all over the place. By the way, if you don't watch football, it was uh, not this past Sunday, Sunday before, ISU, like one of those commercials. Absolutely. Roar commercial where they yep. was roaring in the background. Uh -huh. That was on. They got a national uh, attention. That was awesome. Yep. I mean, so a lot of good things are going on with that. Are, are you helping drive that? Absolutely. So, you know, when uh, President Satterley came in, the first thing he did is, you know, he, he walked through Swanson Arch, which is a tradition here at Idaho State University, walked up to his office, set his briefcase down, and then he came into my office and said, today we're going to start telling our story. And, and it's in a way that, you know, we have so many great things, like I was just mentioned, that are happening, and we have to be more vocal about it. Um, we have to own up to those successes. We have to, I don't want to say brag, but for lack of a better word, we got to brag about them. This is a, a great place with, with awesome achievements. And all of that centers on the why. Why are we here? We're here for our students. we got to tell that story of our students. And so uh, President Satterley came in and said, we got to get a marketing campaign going, and we got to figure out what resources need to, to go towards that, and let's get rocking and rolling. And uh, that was just about 15 months ago that we had that initial meeting, and within a month we were, we were down that road trying to get commercials, booked and, and talking about logos and colors and all those branding elements and, and really trying to say what is the tone that we want to tell? What's the story of ISU? What are the successes that people need to know? And, and that's where it all began. Wow, that's great. Now I get a little side story in this conversation I want to tell you about, but the presence has really expanded. And I mentioned the national TV, but uh, the brand, mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know where, where we are in, in the RFC building, right across the street is Reed's Gym. Yeah. And there's this giant, you know, tiger staring at us that's on this. If you go down I-15 now and you go by um, the Performing Arts Center, mm -hmm. there's ISU again. And so the branding's not just out, it's also here. Yeah. Uh, on campus. Don't forget the I. 
the eye. Now Absolutely. we're going to get to the eye in a minute. We're going to get to the eye in a minute. I'm going to forget my spot on the story, man. Um, oh, yeah. So I was at a, um, um, a workforce training network meeting here uh-huh. now two weeks ago, and this was up in Boise. This is where all the different directors for workforce training from the other five tech colleges, we get together with state CTE, and we talk about, hey, here's what's happening, here's what we're doing. Wonderful learning experience. CSI, Brandy, Brandy Chermsey says, you know, you guys, I see your brand everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's even on my credit card. She has an ICC <laughs> credit card, she pulls it out, and there it there is. There it is, you know? yeah. So it's working, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. getting out. It seems like it's becoming very, very prevalent. And uh, we just had homecoming. Absolutely. Great parade, great yep. game. You know, awesome outcomes with that. And all of this continues to reinforce itself. So from my perspective, I'm seeing it in lots of places. But what kind of feedback are you hearing? Absolutely. So before we launched our, our this big marketing campaign, we're calling it our, our statewide marketing uh, campaign, um, we did a perception survey because we want to know what the, what the vibe was about ISU. We wanted to know what people thought about us, uh, what they thought our strengths were, our successes. We did a number of listening sessions and focus groups and, and online surveying. And we really, we spent probably a full three months just gathering data because we wanted to make sure that we had, we were armed with the right information as we started out uh, with this campaign. And what we heard was these success stories about programs and opportunities and the hands-on you know, activities that, that students are able to engage with in, within their programs and, and within their majors. And, and it just seemed like we had all these great things that we're firing you know in these little areas and how do we pull those out together and so that's where uh, this campaign came about and and as as you mentioned it's all about the roar you know roar is is this marketing slogan and what we're 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 centering everything on and roar is one of those words that not only is in our fight song roar bangles roar which is which has been our fight song for um, dare I say about 60 years Um, but roar is about take notice you know, it, when a tiger roars, it, it's it's making a statement, and that's what we wanted. We wanted to say, hey, we're making a statement, and if you weren't paying attention, you're going to pay attention now because we are roaring. And so, like you mentioned on the on the the banners that are on these buildings, they have roar in big bold letters. Uh, all of our campaign centers around you know opportunities roar, imaginations roar, uh, sciences roar, um, the arts roar. Everything is about to take notice. This is these are the things that we're doing well. It's interesting you say that and put it in that in that kind of a, a, a perspective. Um, when I was in another life, another career, I, I used to travel from uh, San Diego to go up to uh, no, Naval Air Station Alameda uh-huh. for some training, and I'd go through uh, this town uh, that has garlic as its pre uh, preeminent. Uh, um, industry uh-huh. and they had this vet this vet there and I had a dog and I dropped the dog off at this vet's office because they could keep him and I didn't realize at the time I heard they had a great reputation but I didn't realize at the time that it was an exotic zoo as well. oh okay yeah and so yeah. I'm walking up with my very rambunctious dog <laughs> and I hear this roar there's a lot of barking and animal sounds beforehand but suddenly there's this loud low-throated roar and everything got quiet 
Yeah. You know, I mean, people, people, everybody noticed the yep. tiger that yep. got kept there. Uh, so it's kind of like the same thing. Absolutely. Know? If you advocate for it, if you show what you've got, people are going to notice it. Yeah. So congratulations Thank you. for being a part of that. Well, and it ties into our, our color. You know, our, our university color, which we adopted in 1927, is the color orange. And that's when we officially adopted it. And orange is one of those colors that... Uh, is a color of attention. Think about everything that we paint orange. You know, it, it's from from traffic cones to construction signs. It, it, it's something that means progress, advancement, take notice, look out, you know, be, be advised. Orange is just a color of energy. It, it truly is an energy color. And so as we, we talked about that brand, we said orange has to be at the center of this as well. Roar is the word, but orange has to be that visual element and, and making sure that that orange really is part of that storytelling. And, and so we've, we've done a, a heck of a job of pushing out the color orange, yes. and 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 some people are saying, "Oh my gosh, you got to keep this orange." You know, we got to we got to mute this down a little bit. It's, it's getting a little out of hand. But orange is our identity, and as we talk about branding, we talk about marketing. We have to have an identity that we can hang our hat on. And so we have orange, we have roar, and and uh, we say, you know, orange isn't a color; it's an attitude, and we want that attitude to 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 be known. Right, and the new color is orange. Is that orange? orange. Yes, it is orange. <laughs> So uh, yeah, and and we have we have our very specific shade of orange that it, it's a bright orange. You know, it's it not a, it's not a subdued orange, a burnt orange, not a you know a red toned orange. It's a very bright orange that you know you can't help but you know notice yeah. it. Right, that's terrific, and and I think all that you know complements what uh, what we want to do with with learning, with research, with the training that goes on here. The more that we get noticed in that area, absolutely. You know, the more attention we're going to get, the more people are going to want to say, hey, I want to be a part of that, or I want to learn more about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's that drives towards the success I think we want to see. Absolutely. And we just wrapped up our first year of our statewide campaign, uh, which included you know, television and radio and billboards and um, streaming devices, social media, um, online digital. We, we had this, this heavy focus in this year one, because we're trying to build that foundation of, of just general awareness about the university and, and starting to sprinkle in some of these highlights. Um, this last month, we kicked off uh, phase two of the strategic campaign, which will take us through next June. Um, this one's a little bit more uh, focused on some regions of Idaho, um, wanting to make sure that uh, we're really hitting some of those um, population centers and, and areas where you know we've identified that maybe there's not as much knowledge about the university. It's still very much general awareness. Um, we are trying to build that foundation right now. Uh, and if you notice, if you look at our ads, and this is just kind of a little marketing side point, if you look at the ads and the billboards, the TV spots, you'll notice that there's not a specific call to action. It doesn't say enroll today, apply today, visit our website, call this number. Um, all it is is it's Idaho State University Roar, and and there there might be some 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 facts and some figures and you know some of that storytelling, but there's not a call to action at the end of the ad, and that's very intentional because we want people to right now just just have us at the top of their mind. It's top of mind awareness, and and we're playing the long game. You know we have to do a good job of catching up, winning our backyard. And then as we move into, you know, phase three and four and, and go down the road, that's where we can start to be more specific and say, here's how we want to target, you know, um, people in, in a certain way and engage with them and, and making sure that our alumni are proud and, and that, uh, you know, the communities that we serve are aware of the services that we offer. 
Yeah, that's what you just said really relates to some of the things that we're doing within suite. Uh, a couple items uh, that we've kind of gone into, we've gone into health emergency medicine uh -huh. conference, mm -hmm. some mental mm -hmm. health uh, classes, the construction area, but we're not trying to do too much of the, the call to action Absolutely. so much, we're just saying, hey, here no. we are. And I think that goes a long ways to, to attract attention. You're not pushy about it, but you're saying, this is a cool thing. Yeah. And when people begin to relate to that, they're going to look at you. They're going to look at you a lot more to say, I want to be I want to be involved. That. Yeah, I want to get connected. Yeah. Sorry, Paul, did you have a question? Podcast is a good example. This Absolutely. Is something, right, which is part of our effort to push out Absolutely. a little bit of branding for us, but it also brings in hopefully some interesting mm -hmm. uh, stories that are going on in the community. Sometimes they tie to a class or yeah. something we're trying to do, but, but we're enjoying it. And this thing is morphed too. Let me go back to something. Paul mentioned the eye. Absolutely. Yeah. Eye. Yes. Yes. What a cool thing. Now to see that uh, over on Red Hill, yep. we have this huge eye up there. Absolutely. Can you tell me about that? What was the initial? Love to. This is this is one of my favorite things to talk about. It's been um, it's been quite the the uh, the grand moment, if you will, that uh, we were able to celebrate just last week, um, just uh, eight days ago. We officially uh, celebrated the return of the eye. For 98 years, an icon sat on Red Hill, and and it was a it was a fixture of not only the university but you know the region and and people throughout Pocatello could look up toward Red Hill and see this icon and and be able to see uh, what that meant and, and and when we went through and and uh, you know the last couple of years my office has gone through you know old newspaper articles and and talked to um, you know former students and alumni about you know the project and um, it's it, it's amazing how many people, their memories of the university and their connection to Idaho State center with somehow that memory of the Red Hill Eye. Um, we talked to an alumnus that uh, her earliest memory, when she first arrived at Pocatello, she didn't know anyone. And she was, you know, she had everything loaded in her car, driving here, trying to figure things out. And she didn't even know how to get to the university because she came off the exit, wasn't quite sure. And she looked up and saw the, the eye on Red Hill. And she said, that was my beacon that I just said I know I've just got to follow that and then since that day she said it was it was a constant reminder of the progress she was making through her educational journey so um, about five years ago we had to remove the eye from Red Hill due to some erosion challenges um, initially in about this 1960s mid 1960s they started experiencing some erosion challenges so they they knew that something needed to be done but uh, about five years ago we had to uh, remove it because of erosion and and there wasn't a plan in place at that time to um, replace the icon, um, bring it back, restore it, nothing like that. And, and I think that was what was discouraging for a lot of us alumni, myself included, of, you know, here we have this icon for nearly a century, 98 years, and then to have it go away and, and no plan to replace it. And that was something President Satterley came in and, and within his first month said, we're going to bring that eye back. We're going to figure out how to make it happen. And we had a very generous donor step forward, Steve Rice. And Steve's father um, was our academic vice president, our provost, for a number of years and was an English professor here at ISU. And Steve's memories of the eye uh, center around, you know, him as a, a, a track student in high school, and he would come run on the track, and he could look up and see the eye on Red Hill. And uh, he and his sisters went to ISU and, and have these fantastic memories. His mother still lives here in Pocatello. And, and so he said, I want to do something that is memorable that would also impact my family. And, and he paid for the entire restoration of that project. Wow, that's pretty generous. 
Yeah. But what a great story, too. Somebody mm -hmm. who's come through here, you know, and yeah. has experienced this place, this very unique place, and then gives back to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the donors are a big part of this university. Absolutely. I mean, we have donors everywhere. We have donors who are not local. We mm -hmm. have donors who are in the community. Uh, we have people who have taught for us in different places. And it, it's so nice to hear and to work with several of them. We do that on occasion. We, we have a, a guy who used to work for us uh, Arlen. Arlen Will. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He was a former... The history uh, man, the history man. He yeah. knows all the history of... He knows everything, and he's he now the president of uh, the Pocatello Historical Society. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but people give back in so many different ways. Absolutely. Yes. And it's not just about money. You know, it's about, you know, service yes. and, and providing those opportunities to even just share, share your experiences because it helps the next generation. It does, it does. A lot of it is setting the stage for other people to follow mm -hmm. along. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's some famous saying out. There's a lot of these these great things about you know you plant a seed, you grow a tree yeah. that provides shade to people you'll never meet. Yep. You know, nope. but that Absolutely. little seed is what started that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the things that you're doing now, that the university is doing now, with uh, the campaigns, with the strategic mm -hmm. planning, sets that that Absolutely. stage for later on. So. And it's a long game. You know, we're not going to make be able to correct everything overnight, and and we realize that. But. We're, we're playing the long game and, and we're we're planting those seeds knowing that you know years from now they'll become a shade tree yeah and I like that everything everything to me to us is about try oh yes Brenda you have a question I was just wondering if there were any unique did you encounter any unique challenges in rolling out the new brand stuff Ooh. yeah you know great question um, I think anytime you you roll out a new brand uh, there's a lot of uncertainty about what this brand is going to mean and 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 we have to remember that we have nearly a hundred thousand alumni you know, we have a couple thousand employees. We have currently about 12,000 students. You're having an impact on all of these people because the brand is part of their life. It's part of their story. Alumni hold on to their memories and, and um, uh, the things that are important to them, whether it be a logo or a color or, you know, some of these things that, that they remember. And so when we were getting ready to roll out the brand, it was very important to us to make sure that we talked with all of our alumni and, and, and had a chance for these listening sessions to get that feedback. Mm -hmm. Because the brand isn't just about me. It's not just about, you know, a marketing agency that's telling us, you know, best practices say this is what you need to do. It was about what can our entire Bengal community rally around and get excited about. And you know, that new Bengal head logo that we unveiled, um, you know, at first I think some people were like, well, this looks a little too ferocious. And, um, but we wanted it to be, we wanted to make sure that that mouth was open and it's a roaring mouth. And that mouth is, you know, it, 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 it's just funny because you look at it, the ears are back like it's getting ready to pounce. You know, it's, it's not just a playful Bengal like the other one with its ears straight up and down. It's a, it's a Bengal that's on the move. And that's what we're oh, about. Geez. What a great response here. Stuart, I'm sorry, but we are done. Time time went quickly. We have to stop this uh, great conversation, so uh, we'll, we'll cut it off at this point. Uh, I'd like to let this keep running here for a second. Stuart, one last thing I'll let you respond yeah. to, and we can put this back in at the end. Is there anything that we have in career that you really like somebody to know? Something about your office, about marketing the university? Yeah, you know, I think uh, the one thing that would be important for people to realize is that uh, communication is key to the university's success. Um, it's important that people have, you know, the right information at the right time and through the right avenues. And, and we, we're communicating to alumni, we're communicating to students, we're communicating to faculty and staff, and every single one of these groups has a different way that they like to be mm -hmm. communicated to. Sure. And so um, what we would like is, is anyone within that Bengal community, we call it the Bengal community, 
and that includes everybody, uh, to make sure that they're trying to connect with us in the way that works for them. Whether it's, you know, we have monthly newsletters, we have print, um, we have social media, we have our website. Right. Um, we want to make sure that we're connecting. And so that's one of my jobs as the Associate Vice President of Marketing Communications is making sure we're getting that communication out. And so anyone that's watching this, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of ways to connect with us and we'd want to say, find the way that works for you and let's engage and have a conversation. Great last comment. Okay, I hope that answered your question, Brenna. Yes. All right, hey, thanks. I'd like to uh, remind everybody that uh, this is Continuing Education Workforce Training Suite. This is Sweet Talk. We've had a great conversation with uh, Stuart Summers, who is the Associate Vice President for Marketing and Communication here at Idaho State University. Tremendous job, a lot of outreach. Looking for feedback and connections anytime you can. Please uh, reach out, look at the website. Uh, come to our, uh, our website. Uh, you can reach us at cetrain.isu.edu. Check through the, the past blogs, uh, hit the uh, newsletters, our podcasts. Let us know what you think. And uh, again, to everybody, thank you for joining Sweet Talk. Continuing Education Workforce Training Suite is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs. We understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is C etrain.isu.edu or call us at 208-282-3372.